Hello everyone, this is Michael Wilton and thank you for joining me for the SaskWe Outlook for January 4th. You can find the detailed written report on the SaskWheat website. Wheat markets weakened sharply last week from a lack of new demand. This was mostly because of the holidays than any real change in demand. But the markets dropped heavily and we're going to need to see that demand return before it's able to recover. We do not expect to see normal volumes until the third week of January. Here's a look at how wheat futures finish the week. March contract Chicago winter wheat closed at $7.58, up 12 cents on Friday, down 12 cents on the week. March contract Kansas hard red winter wheat closed at $7.75, up 6 cents on Friday, down 26 cents on the week. March contract Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at $9.23 down four-tenths of a penny on Friday, and down 57 cents on the week. Now for a look at last week's significant purchases and trades. Trade continues to be thin because of the holidays, and we don't expect full trade to resume until next week. Tunisia bought 125,000 tons of soft wheat for February-March delivery at $366 to $370 a ton. They also bought 75,000 tons of Durham at $694 to $704 a ton. Jordan bought 60,000 tons of hard wheat for August delivery at $330 a ton. There was no news on Iran and Iraq who were tendering last week. U.S. wheat exports during the holidays were just 48,600 tons. Jordan tenders Wednesday for 126,000 tons of July-August delivery wheat, along with Iran, who's tendering for an unspecified quantity. Canadian non-Durham wheat exports for shipping weeks 21 and 22 were 263.8 thousand tons, for a season total of 5 million tons. This is 59% of last year's amount. Shipping week 21 to 22 exports of Canadian Durham were 13.1 thousand tons for a season total of 1.2 million tons. This is now 48% of last year's amount. Here is some of the most important news that happened in the wheat markets last week. Starting in Canada, Canada exported 919.8 thousand tons of wheat, excluding Durham, during the month of December. The largest customer during the month was Japan, who bought a large 162.9 thousand tons of wheat, making them the largest year-to-date customer, buying 471.4 thousand tons from August to November. China is the destination with the largest year-over-year -year decrease in Canadian wheat imports. They've imported just 24% of last year's amount at 230.8 thousand tons. Canada exported 221 thousand tons of Durham during November. This is well below the 789 thousand tons exported during the same month last year. Italy was the largest customer in November, importing 76 thousand tons during the month. Exports to most of the major Durham destinations are down from last year, with a notable exception being the U.S. The U.S. has imported just over two times of last year's amount at 195,000 tons. Moving on to the U.S. U.S. export sales during the holidays were very small at 48,600 tons.
traders are expecting a number around 150 to 400,000 tons. Total commitments are now just 584 million bushels, down 24% from last year, compared to the USDA's current projection of a 15% decline. Sales need to average roughly 10 million bushels per week to reach the USDA's current projection. This is unlikely, and the USDA will need to decrease their U.S. wheat export number in the upcoming USDA report. The total U.S. winter wheat area in drought rose from 53% to 65% over the holidays. Roughly half of Kansas and 90% of Oklahoma are in moderate drought. This will become increasingly as important as we head into March. U.S. hard red spring wheat for January is valued at $405 a ton in the PNW. This is down $25 from last week. Moving over to Australia. Australia continues to take a large portion of the Asian wheat demand. Much of the business China was doing with France has been switched to Australia, which benefits from a freight advantage. Australian new crop wheat is quoted at $348 a ton, which is down $7 from last week. In Argentina, harvest has just been completed. Batch raised their crop estimate by 300,000 tons to 21.8 million tons. This will likely prompt the USDA to increase their current number from 20 million tons. Competition between exporters in Argentina have driven down prices. Exporters own 14.3 million tons of wheat compared to export license cap of 12.5. Thus, exporters are trying to avoid or reduce their share of the 1.8 million tons of wheat that will have to be sold back into the domestic market or carried over till next year. Argentina exports the bulk of their wheat crop between now and March, when corn and soybeans start being harvested. Bob prices in Argentina dropped $9 from last week to $291 a ton. Argentine wheat remains the cheapest in the world on a FOB basis. Argentine 12.5 protein wheat is around $55 cheaper than hard red winter wheat in the Gulf. In the European Union, the French market is losing market share in Algeria and Egypt to the Black Sea and Argentina, and in China, French wheat is losing market share to Australia. Fall prices for French, Baltic, and German wheat all lost roughly 70 cents a ton last week. In the Black Sea, Ukraine and southern Russia received some snow cover which was just in time for the drop in temperatures they'll experience this week. There are massive protests in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan is a major wheat miller and buyers of Russian wheat. Despite this, Russian wheat prices have been stable and the unrest is expected to have little impact on their market. So far this marketing year, Ukraine has exported 16.1 million tons of wheat. This is just 500,000 tons short of last year's total for the entire year. Ukraine's Ag Ministry believes wheat exports will reach 24.5 million tons this year, compared to the USDA's current 24 million ton projection. They say there is no reason to limit wheat exports, although they may curb milling wheat exports in the first half of 2022. Russian wheat on a FOB basis is worth $338 a ton, which is unchanged from last week. So in conclusion, the direction of the wheat futures are going to largely depend on how the funds behave. We expect the funds to continue to take corn profits and add to their soybean and wheat longs. 
Traders will wait until the USD report, which is out on the 12th, before making new moves. Wheat markets have dropped heavily and will need to see some more demand before it can recover. There are several potentially bullish problem spots in the Northern Hemisphere, notably drought in the US Plains and Ukraine. This will become more important as we get closer to springtime. North American wheat is expensive, and for now there is enough of wheat around for buyers to source from other origins. We recommend thinking about getting 80% sold current crop wheat. We expect the market to recover, so it is not time to panic sell. This is Michael Wilton with the Sask Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete mercantile report online 